Welcome in to another edition of the Train with the Best podcast. Craig Hoffman with Chris Gores here at Onyx Elite in Reston, Virginia. And we are happy, Chris, to welcome in with us today your head coach here at Onyx Elite in Reston, Virginia. That's right. Somebody who's been an A1 with me for, for a long, long time. Um, my good friend, somebody I consider to be a brother. And I, like you just said, our head coach here who's going to be running our return to play program here in Reston, Virginia at VTFC. Uh, my man Garrett Brody. Hey! All right, all right, Garrett. all right. What's up? <laughs> all right, Matthew McConaughey, settle down. Um, so, why, why, why Garrett? Why did you want him to be a part of your team? So Garrett's been with me. Like he, he was one of the reasons why I actually got into personal training because I, I was in membership sales at the time, and you know I was looking at personal training as something that maybe I could do. And Garrett was one of the guys that I looked at as somebody who was, you know. Um, somebody that I could be, somebody that had a, a positive impact on all of his clients, uh, a guy that people liked being around, and somebody that, that I really – I modeled myself as, as an early trainer. I, I wanted to make myself as much like Garrett as possible, you know. So um, he, he had actually left the, the personal training industry for a little while to, to pay the bills because it's, it's tough out there. It's tough out here even right now. I mean, like, to be a personal trainer and to, to make a career out of it, it's, it's tough. you got to get through a lot. But, you know, we were able to create some opportunities for him that could bring him back out of the IT world and back into something that he was passionate about, and that's something I'm thankful for. Yeah, I'm thankful for it too, man. So, so thank you for uh, letting me join the Onyx family, um, B-Team Onyx. And, and it's funny how it, how, it, how it kind of flipped. Like, I may have inspired you, but now – you know, watching your career go, you know, grow in the last 10 years plus, you know, it's completely flipped. And now you're an inspiration for me, and I'm just glad to be, be alongside you now. So, so I'm ready. You um, got a full head first dive into the deep end of the Onyx experience. Like your first week did, of Onyx yes. was not spent here or in Richmond. It was spent in Tampa and right. St. Pete uh, with, with the soccer camp. What was that experience like for you to dive right in and, and be with his right-hand man down with all those professionals or, or soon-to-be professionals? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, so I work a lot with high school and college athletes um, and elite-level athletes. So I see what it takes to be an elite um, level athlete have been around a lot of good coaches as well so I know what it takes there but you know Onyx is a different level and being around Chris for a week and being a roommate with Chris for a week was an experience to say the least <laughs> like even as far as how we put our uh, put our clothes away in the drawers <laughs> in the drawers like Wait, I gotta get like the story he's, he's I mean he's folding his clothes up I'm just throwing mine in like Man. it doesn't it doesn't like I'll, I don't know. I'm He's, Team Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just approaches everything, uh, you know, on a different level, at a very high level, and a, he's one of the smartest dudes I know. That's it. Your Twitter bio is now, you know, like approaches folding clothes yeah. at a high level. Yeah. Hey, man, everything listen, matters. How you do one thing <laughs> is how you do everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? So. And that's how, and that's what he embodies. And, and that was the one thing I took away is like he takes every experience um, to grow, you know, to better himself. And, and to better the people around him. And that's what we did down in Florida. Uh, we got to work with a lot of high-level athletes, national-level athletes, high-level coaches as well, and, and to see how they approach the game and how they approach, approach training and how they approach everything in their lives is high-level. We had extra sessions, and people were showing up for extra sessions. So, I mean, that's what it takes, and it's good to be around, around people who understand what it takes and who embrace what it takes uh, to, to be elite. Um, so that that was the biggest eye-opening experience and one that I'm going to take with me, you know, through this journey 
um, here in Reston as well. Yeah, it's such an interesting thing being around those pros because we even had it this morning. We had a workout here right. um, at Onyx and Reston, and, and we got two soon-to-be pros in, in Joe Boyles and Ashley Herndon. Well, Ashley's a pro. Oh, Ash- yeah, Ashley's yeah. already mm-hmm. a pro. So um, Ashley's already a pro. Joe's going to be a pro as of Thursday. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we're looking at two pros, Sam and Yannick, yep. um, that were with you guys down in St. Pete, and just the drive they have. And even, you know, all right, we might struggle a little bit with this, but we're going to get it right, and we're going to keep moving we're gonna we're just gonna like there's no quit it, quitting is not an option you know make Truly, make yeah. it easier not an option it's like i'm just gonna keep going um which is very different than the gym pop world um in most cases now you do get those clients that are super driven but i think when as a trainer you don't necessarily have to like bring the motivation it's already there we've talked about that before for sure that's right. one of the biggest differences is like that contract or not you know it, when when it's your livelihood when it's your motivation um when it's a requirement to be performing at that elite level it's a game changer and so to be around that energy all the time um is is amazing and inspiring yeah and i think that's really what makes us special here at onyx i mean i know there are, there are a ton of places that do this you know we talked to david alexander down in miami and he's right. building something really cool down there but what we've been able to do here at onyx is you know we we hold ourselves accountable to a high standard because we know that's what our athletes do right. for themselves. So when they see us working just as hard as they are, you know, that, that, gives the, that, that gives them the idea that, look, I can come to these guys and I trust these guys because they're putting their all into it. So, and, and then what, what, what ends up happening is we have to, something special here. We're building something that's really cool with, with me, with coaches like Garrett, where what's really dope about it is we don't have a training radius. Right. Normally, when you build, normally when you build a, a gym, you market within 10 miles, 20 miles, whatever, 25. If you're lucky, maybe you get up to 50 miles. But we've got people coming in from Raleigh, North Carolina. We've got people that fly in from Europe. We've got people flying in from the West Coast just to train with us. That's really cool. And that only happens because we've got cool coaches like Garrett, people like me, people like Corey Broadnax, who we'll have on the show uh, uh, very soon. Um, Guys that put their all into this industry, and, and that's something that you have to respect. You have to respect the game. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, next up for you guys in, in terms of the soccer world is this weekend in Philly. Right. Um, so what, what are you, your goals? What First, what is the convention you guys are going to? And then, and then what are your goals when you get there? What are the, the inroads you're trying to make and, and the goals you're trying to accomplish? Yeah, every time? year there's a major uh, U.S. soccer convention, United Soccer Coaches Convention. It's in Philly this year. Last year I think it was in L.A. Yeah. Um, and it's a big weekend. It's, it's actually more than a weekend. It's a few days. You have the NWSL draft. You have the MLS draft. And then just a bunch of different presentations from guys like Dave Copeland-Smith from Beast Mode Soccer. Uh, the guys from Skills will be there. Our friends from Fitlight will be there. I'll be there doing whatever I need to do. Um, but the main thing is when we're going to go, when we go there, we're just going to continue to build the relationships with coaches and continue to educate coaches, players, parents, about what it is that we do because when you look at some of the professional players that we we work with they're so high level on the field and then you realize off the field it's a huge difference and you start to wonder oh my god you've gotten this far in your career all the way to the highest level and you can't even do some of the basic things when it comes to functional performance training so if we can start to educate everybody about that and and teach them some of the things that we do and and introduce them to some of the ways that we train um there's so many gaps that we can fill and, and so much room for growth there. Yeah. When they're already performing, though, at that high level, how do you convince them that they need it? That's a, that's a really good question, and it's a, hard, it's a problem that 
we run into as performance coaches, with, not just with athletes, but with coaches and parents too. Um, but a lot of them don't know what it takes to get to that next level. They're at the level they're at, and that's where they live, and that's where they breathe, and that's where they exceed. But that next level is, is something different. And, co- and when coaches, um, a lot of times they, they, they have frustrations in that their players who are high-level athletes on the field can't do things that they ask them to do. Um, as simple as, you know, play a different position. Where, where they're on the field, how they turn, how they move in that different position, players don't know how to do it. So when you have a good baseline functionally and movement-wise, you, you're better able to adjust and adapt to that new position. So that's one thing that happens at the pro level. Whatever you played in college, you may not play at the pro level. You may not even play right. on this, you know, in the same third, really. So it's a totally different game at the next level, and it's faster, and it's yep. So I mean, you have to be prepared to do the things your coaches are going to ask you to do, and that's where we come in. Yeah. And the education really happens in two parts. That's kind of the second part, but the first part is really that relationship building. You have to build that trust in them and, and, and that they understand what you're saying and that they understand where you're coming from and why you're saying it, right? Like we're going to talk a little bit later about what I feel like is a major problem in soccer and even in the training industry. But, you know, when, when you're genuinely trying to help somebody and you don't care about who gets the credit, then, you know, that comes across. And I think mm-hmm. that we've done a good job with Onyx that people understand, like, hey, look, we're happy to be a part of your journey. But to be honest, like, if you're somebody that doesn't think that there's anything that you can do to get better, we probably don't want to work with you, yeah. to be honest with you. Like, if you're out there and you're thinking about working with Onyx, it's probably because you think that there's something that you need to work on that can get better. And guess what? All the best players out there still think that they can get better. Ali Krieger looks for ways to get better. Oguchi Onyewu looks for ways to get better. Lorenzo Alexander is always looking for ways to get better. You'll never hear them say, no, I'm good. I don't need help. Never. And if you're that type of person, guess what? It's cool. We don't, we don't need to work with you. You, don't, you, yeah. you won't see us begging for your business. Right, you know exactly. what I mean? But same time, man, if, if you are that person that, that is always looking for ways to get better, then guess what? We're, we're right there alongside with you. And, and I, I don't even know what the answer is. So if you ask me, hey, what it is that I'm going to do with you, I don't necessarily have an answer. I don't have a protocol. I don't know what I'm going to do with you because I don't know what it takes to get you better yet. I don't know what you're good at. I don't know what you're bad at. But I'm willing to find these things together. And if you want to do that, this is the place to be. And I think that's what we're going to do when we're talking about building the relationships uh, and and speaking to these coaches and educating educating the, the soccer coaching community yeah that's something we talked about in a previous episode i don't remember which one um at this which is good because that means we've now got enough episodes that i can't remember yeah, <laughs> it used to be like, yeah an episode yeah, 23 episode we talked about um, but it, it's <laughs> at some point we were talking about how like if you're searching for that trainer or it's like hey wh- what can you do for me and they've got this plan already laid out and you're just meeting them for the first time don't go with that person <laughs> because yes. yeah. it's not at that point, personal training. It is not personal to you in any way. Right. It's just training. You could have gotten yeah. that off the internet and probably right. from a better trainer. Yep. Right. So yeah. make sure that, that it's for you. And, you know, when you talk, especially these elite level athletes where the changes you're going to make could be pretty minute, you yep. know, it could just be a slight movement efficiency here or there. Um, then, then that's the kind of thing that you're looking for is just someone with an idea of listening to you and, and, tailoring everything exactly to your needs um, and that comes with the relationships that you guys are hoping to build right
The Train With The Best podcast is powered by Super Coffee, founded by three brothers, each a college student athlete, who were falling asleep in class, refusing to settle for unhealthy mainstream bottle coffees and energy drinks. The youngest brother, Jordan, brewed his own organic coffee using fat and protein for energy instead of carbs and sugars. His Super Coffee soon fueled the whole team, the whole campus, and now you can get it in Whole Foods. But um. Cineva provides an organic bottle of coffee blended with lactose-free protein and MCTs from coconut oil for all-day energy. Grab a bottle, as I said, at Whole Foods, Wegmans, Wawa, or may I suggest drinksupercoffee.com, where you can use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST for 50% off. Yes, it is now 50% off, and that soon will be 50% off the all-new sugar-free line, which, as I've told you on many of these fine podcasts, is even better not just because it's sugar-free i think it tastes better the old super coffee occasionally the protein get a little clumpy in there not the sugar-free it's smooth it's delicious and it's sugar-free same mcts same protein all the awesomeness none of the sugar so go to drinksupercoffee.com use the code train with the best for 50 percent off that is super coffee from cineva at drinksupercoffee.com Relationships is a good transition to our final and kind of more meat on the bone topic for today, right? Which is the idea of taking credit. Yeah. Um, and I, I, one of my favorite sayings of yours: "It's not about who's right; it's about what's right." And yeah. I think that certainly applies to this conversation. Um, but what's the big problem that you feel? This, this was your idea, so I don't want to talk over anything you want to say. But what, what's kind of the big thing that you see right now in the training industry that's that's stuck in your craw? You know, I think the, the biggest thing that I see is trainers, coaches, and even in, in and even in like certain communities, happens in the soccer community, where people want to take credit for other people's success. You know what I mean? And, and for me, I know people see that I, I post and, and that I, I work with so-and-so and this and that. And I'm proud that I have the opportunity to work with them. But, but honestly, like, I post those things out of humility because those people – Especially somebody like Anali Krieger, she could go wherever she wants to train. She doesn't have to come to Richmond, Virginia, or Reston, or, or wherever. But she chooses to come here, and I'm humbled by that. I don't. That doesn't make my head bigger. If if anything, it, it makes me realize that oh my god, like I have such an opportunity here that um, that isn't awarded to everybody. So I'm humbled by that. I'm I'm proud to be a, a small part of their journey. But I also understand that. I'm a small part of, of what they do. Like what, what makes them special has nothing to do with the trainer Gores program or Chris Gores. It has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I can be a part of it, but that's not, I don't deserve credit for that. And I, and I feel like, you know, there, there's two parts to that saying like they don't, it doesn't matter. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And then the, the second part of that is they have to know that you don't care about who gets the credit. Right. Right. Like I, I just want my athletes to be great. I don't necessarily need to be credited for that. I don't I don't need to write a book at it, write a book about it and say, oh, look, this is the trainer Gore's way. And, and, and like everybody has to do things my way. And you see so much of that out there today. I, I see it a lot in the soccer world um, more than probably anything else. Um, and it's just a weird system because you have to pay so much money to become a soccer coach here in America. It's, it's really weird. The pay-to-play system is not just for kids. It's for coaches, too. Um, so, like, be, be, because that system is there, now everybody wants to take credit for it 
and they want to either profit off of it or, or get credit for it, and it's weird, yeah. right? Like I, I always felt like you should do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, not because you can profit off of it. Yeah, you know? I completely agree, and and it's hard to like. How do you say what you did for a player? That's that's the hard thing for me. Is like, right. What can you what can you mark and say like? I did this for that player, and that's why they are who they are, and that's why they're on this team and that that school and blah blah blah. I mean, I can't I can't do that for anyone. I mean, my players have said thank you for for helping me with this and that, and I'm like, cool. But you put in a lot more hours than than just what we worked on. Like right. we worked on it for 25 minutes, and I said this is an important part of what you need to do, and then they took the time to go make that a part of their game and to practice that in practice and translate it to the game. So really, what did I do? I just introduced you to something. I mean, right. that's that anyone can do that. You just took a message that, right. I, that I said, and you ran with it. So I mean, it's not anything that I gave you, not anything I can take credit for. I mean, I didn't invent anything. Right. You know? I, I think at most, so, you might be able to throw a we in there. We did this, like yeah. we put in yeah. some time. Um, because yeah. all I did as a trainer was tell you what to do and then made sure you did it right, which is important. Like. We right. helped you stay healthy and be on the field. We right. helped you maybe get a little bit faster that got you to that ball, that got you that goal. But you also put in hours and hours of practice to to nail the skill to be able to right. execute that. Um, and yeah. even anything is just a small part of a greater process. And, you know, we talked about even on the health side, just the, the staying healthy part, like with Lorenzo, when we talked to him midseason, yep. like – yeah, the strength and conditioning element is a big part of why he is able to be successful at his age. But so is the Pilates, which is not your area of fitness. It's, right. And so is the massages and the nutrition and the chiropractors and the dry needling and the cupping and the 800 other things that Lorenzo and, does and to be able to play at just, 34. Just being, just being blessed. Like, yeah. yeah. Making it through 16 games in an NFL season, sometimes you just have to be lucky. You know what I mean? We, we saw that with the Redskins this year. Like, yeah. Chad's not to blame because all these guys got right. hurt. Like, that's just... That's the game. Right. It's exactly. Sometimes you're unlucky. Yeah. You can do everything right and still get hurt. It's a violent game. Yeah. So it, even last Saturday or last Sunday when, when, the, when the Bills were playing the Jags, I mean, Lorenzo was having an incredible game, and people are texting me like, I had anything to do with it. I don't have anything to do with what's happening right now on the field. Or, or when Ali makes an incredible run, people will tag me on their posts, and I'm like, listen, let Whatever happens on the field is is all them. Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah. And it's look, it's the natural gifts too. Like yeah, we, we the three of us could train as hard as we wanted to with with all of uh, the three of our best minds put together programming wise, and we're right. never going to be at a professional level in any sport that we choose. Right. Allie Krieger was really fast before she ever yeah. met you. Um, now her ability to sustain it this long and to stay healthy, sure, you've helped in that, but it's help. It's not because of. It's not a complete taking credit. It's a small piece. Yeah, and I think to absolutely. not, you know, I, I I think it's important to not to point out that we we should take a little bit of credit just for the parts that we've helped with, because mm -hmm. otherwise, then why do we exist? It's not like we're not right. doing anything. Yeah. We're not just out there running around, to, you know, for no reason. There's specific reasons why we do specific drills, why we want right. to incorporate certain movement patterns. So it matters, but it's like Chris said, when someone who's that gifted and that blessed is, it chooses to work with you and wants to work with you, like that, that is that gift and that blessing because you can work with any some other person as much as you want, and they're never going to reach that level. Yeah, and I think that's where we have to be humble in understanding that, like Chris said, like they made that choice. 
you know, and if they want to say thank you and they want to acknowledge what we did for them or how we helped them, that's on them. That's not on us. We can't take credit for that. So, I mean, if they if they appreciate if they're appreciative for what you know, how we've affected them and in the relationships matter. I know Chris feels this exact same way. Yeah. A lot of it for me is just like support and being that person for them when they can't be that person for themselves sometimes. Yeah. And, and I think that's where I may have the biggest impact and where we, you know, where I get along the best with my athletes is yeah. the relationship. So, and I know and some just, of your athletes and I yeah. know that's how they feel yeah. like, Oh, uh, Garrett's always going to make sure I'm good. Garrett's going to make sure that he's checking in with me. That's how you are. Like, yeah, you no, know, be in the middle yeah. of a session or middle of a podcast and you know, someone's FaceTiming you to, to check yeah. in. It's just, it's yeah. just how it is. We're never, and we're never going to Instagram post about that. Just, just say yeah. good job to one of my athletes. Yeah. Like, yeah. That? I always say that. All my Instagram posts are always proud to support. Not exactly. like, yeah, not yeah, like, yeah. Hey, look at this move that I, I made him do. Like, <laughs> right. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, now on the skills coaching side, I think it's interesting. Cause I like one of my, I will say like one of my favorite things, um, is when the guy like Drew Hanlon yeah. will post like, Hey, here's this, this move that Kelly Oubre did in the game. And here it is video from us doing it on the practice court. Yeah. And I love that because it shows that Drew knows what he's doing to be able to implement it, uh, to, to take it directly to the court. Um, but he's not going to post an hour-long video of Kelly doing that rep 150 times. Yeah, right. look, I mean, like, even and even Drew will tell you, we work on the game skills and, and everything that translates to the game. But what happens in the game is all Kelly Oubre. It's all right. Brad Beal. They had to make the decision to execute that move yeah. and, and pull it off and, and do it with, with balance and, and all the other things that we worked on. But, I mean, like, if you're, if you're Lenny Kravitz and you're a master of guitar, do I, take to get, do I get to take credit for that because I tuned the guitar? Right. All I did was hand you a guitar that was tuned and you, and you made magic with it. Like, I don't get credit for that. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? So that, and that's a lot, in a lot of ways, that's what Drew does. That's what we do. All we do is tune the guitar. We're not the ones out there playing it. Right. Yeah, um, yeah you can it's teach the skills. Yeah. You, can, you can give them the tools to succeed. Um, or, or really, it's, it's not even giving them the tools to succeed. It's sharpening the tools they already have to succeed. Because, yeah. again, athletes at that level especially, their natural abilities. I mean, a great example of this, the soccer players that we're working with today. Mm-hmm. These guys are incredible soccer yeah. players. But basic functional movement, not their forte. Not, not at all. But we can help fix that, and it's going to make them better players on the field. Exactly. They become more aware of what they're doing, what they're not doing. So, so it makes it a lot easier for us to do our jobs. No doubt. So, uh, thoughts on this, you can always give us some feedback on Twitter, at Craig Hoffman, at Trainer Gores, on Instagram, at Craig underscore Hoffman, at Trainer Gores. Where can people find you, G? At Trainer Brody on that's, Instagram. Yeah, that's, I know that's your Instagram. Are you on All Twitter, right. too? Yeah, Twitter is Energy Athlete. Okay. That may be changing. Okay. <laughs> just just go on Instagram for now. Uh, so, that's funny. Um, so any feedback on, on the stuff we talked about there? Uh, we'll have some good material coming for you guys in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, we'll recap the convention in Philly next week, amongst other things. Uh, good to have you on the pod for the first time, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's it, and that's all for this edition of the Train With The Best Podcast.